is the huddle and you're listening to episode three season four Man, we're trucking along bro we are trucking along and we're super super honored that you guys are rolling with us i'm getting a lot of positive feedback from the podcast a lot of people are saying that they listen to it and we've become a part of their weekly routine a friend of mine a lot of people have actually asked why aren't we on spotify i know we gotta we gotta get on there how many spotify fans we got out there I know. I guess that's a serious thing. I didn't think people really did Spotify. I thought that maybe like when you, oh shoot, you heard that? Yeah, man. It's thundering outside, God y'all. said Spotify. <laughs> maybe God <laughs> wants us to be on Spotify too, homie. <laughs> Is this, um, so I'm going to look into Spotify, guys, because I know a lot of people are asking about it. So maybe we'll add that to, you know, our list of things to do. But for now, the first segment of the show is always hear me out so what's going on in your world bro bro i really don't have too much to be heard out about um i just really feel in my spirit man if there's somebody if there's somebody out there <clears throat> that has something um in your heart you want to do go for it that's all i'm gonna say go for it it might be scary you know might be new uh, might be something you've never done before but don't be afraid to step out there get your feet wet that's good ironically i spoke about that like i was telling you three o'clock in the morning i made a video guys so if you follow us on youtube um you probably saw an upload mm-hmm. i recorded it at three but it probably got up around four four forty five and i was just saying that um and one of the things that i've actually been thinking about doing which like i, I never really um brainstorm out loud but one of the things that i want to do guys is Maybe start recording some behind-the-scenes vlog footage. Bro, that'd be dope. Of how we develop content. I'm not going to give you all like all of our secrets, but <laughs> I am going to just show you that we are legit, you know, trying to do the best that we can. And, mm-hmm. and really, I want to show that not everything is perfect. I think sometimes we show the perfected version of something, but mm-hmm. we don't show, you know, that it's a process. Yeah. And like what you're saying, you know, if you have something on your heart, go for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't go for it because they think that it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But perfect is not real. It doesn't exist. And um, I think if we show people like, hey, we have a process too. Yeah. Maybe other um, people would do it. So, yeah, for sure. Speaking of processes, man, y'all keep our country in prayer. I'm going to kind of segue right here into the next segment. That's crazy. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine, bro, has gotten recalled. Yo, they're having, I mean, they got a process. I know they're trying to, um, you know, make it work for everybody so that we can, you know, get back to normal, whatever that is. But um, it's a process. And sadly, some people have been uh, affected uh, along the way. Man, I've heard that that a lot of people are having like blood clots from it. Yeah. Do you know Mm -hmm. exactly what it was? Truth be told, man, I don't know exactly, but I did hear that as well. Like it, it did start to cause some um, blood clots with with some different people. But, um, man, that's crazy. That's really scary because if you're trying to like, if you're already skeptical about a vaccination, and then you hear something like this, mm-hmm. you know now people are like, see, that's why I'm not doing that. Which I mean, uh-huh. you can't blame them all the way. It's just kind of like unfortunate that um. That that's happened i'm praying for all those who already had the vaccine mm-hmm. your parents got the johnson, johnson yeah they did they did yeah that's that's um that's definitely something to pray about mm-hmm. yeah and i mean bro you can't even like you can't even fault the people like that because with with any new thing it's a process right and i think it would have been um a christmas miracle if you know it was 
perfect on the first try anyway right. um and right. so that's one of the risks that people risks that people take uh when they when they get the vaccine you know mm-hmm. when they try to as they say be a part of the solution so yeah. man I, I think that um it's part of the process bro yeah, that's scary. I feel for the people that's in the medical field too because you already have a hard time period in the medical field mm-hmm. convincing like you know I'm pretty sure they had to call people mm-hmm. and really do a double check to say like you got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine mm-hmm. are you having any of these symptoms you know it just seems like everything today is a symptom like now you yeah. have symptoms of the vaccination oh gosh like, yeah. it's just we need God to heal our land honestly. Mm-hmm. whoever hasn't repented I need you to go ahead and do that yeah, because we need God to do it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right, man. Seems like U.S. the U.S. man, we just been going through a lot of suffering, bro. Speaking of suffering, yeah, nothing brings me more suffering than KOC. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, let me tell y'all something. That wasn't our best segue. I love this ministry <laughs> and I love this podcast because it allows me to be authentic. First of all, mm-hmm. this is our second attempt of recording this thing. Yeah. And every season is hard to start and mm-hmm. it's hard to finish. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's not hard from a motivational standpoint, mm-hmm. but just the technical difficulties on this show yeah. is suffering. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's important to like to let people know that it's not always something that you can control. True. Um, a lot of stuff is outside of your control, True. especially when, you know, when technology malfunctions or um, or you just have anything man-made go wrong. I mean, it comes with the territory, bro. I it mean, I think Johnson & Johnson made this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For real, what they say, 75%? Or? Seriously, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm really concerned. But no, okay, on the real suffering there is one thing that we know for sure that is guaranteed in this life and that is suffering the bible tells Mm -hmm. us in romans that we will all suffer now the reason that i think that we need to talk about this is because a lot of times people assume this is you know assume that because you're in your purpose and because you're being obedient to god and because you're following your dreams or doing these you know whatever it is that's on your heart Mm -hmm. that you won't suffer it's not true I think mm-hmm. more than anything, you might suffer a little bit more mm-hmm. because you're uh, uh, because you're being obedient. Yeah. And you're going after the things that God has told you to do. Mm-hmm. Now, what you can take joy in is realizing that the suffering does not last, mm-hmm. but it is a process. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I was watching a sermon this week from Holly Furtick. Mm. I don't know if you remember. She did the um, it's the, the circle of hope or the hope circle. I can't remember She had like um, Hope was at the top And then you know How people do the circles And there's like an arrow And Mm -hmm. then something Then an arrow Oh like a little diagram Yeah like a little Circle diagram And so she had suffering And then suffering Leads to perseverance Mm. And perseverance Leads to character development Mm -hmm. And character development Leads back to hope Bro you know where That comes from right Where James Yes, James that is. one. That's bro. That's crazy because that's what I was thinking about when we talked about suffering. You know, count it all joy, my brothers, when you face trials of various kinds. Yes, that is. In fact, I think that's she. She pulled that from the text, and I can tell you in my personal life that, like, you know, um, 
seriously like i wasn't even all the way joking i don't you know mm. koc is i suffer because of that mm. and what i mean by suffering just so that we're clear there's just some things that you have to do without for a minute there's some things that you have to miss out on there's some moments where you have to seem as if you're falling behind in life mm. all because you're obedient because there's always a price to pay to progress the devil hates any type of progression yeah and it's not just in ministry i think it's mm. in life in general so maybe yeah. you're not in ministry maybe mm-hmm. you're trying to graduate college or you're trying mm-hmm. to uh, figure out the career there's always some setbacks there's yeah. always excuse me um some type of suffering that's involved in that process mm. and it's natural bro i agree because i think that there are people who suffer who believe in god but mm-hmm. i also think there's people who suffer that don't believe in god mm-hmm. and um and then there's there you know on one hand people blame God right and then on the other people question God exactly it's like both end up with this question of why do you allow this to happen mm-hmm. one comes from you know the perspective of if you're real why does this happen and the other one comes from the perspective of because you're real why do you let this happen right you know and um, a lot of people question suffering a lot I think a lot of people question this past year why this happened right um some people came out with some positive revelation and others came came out with some other revelation mm-hmm. um but I think that suffering is not a respect of persons I think it's something as you were saying that that comes um with life comes with humanity comes with us being on this earth um mm-hmm. truthfully this sin-filled earth mm-hmm. but um it's something that we can't avoid no we can't avoid and you can't pray it away and you can't work it away. Like it's just a part of life. And I think if more people understood that mm-hmm. suffering is an indication that you're on the right track, people wouldn't give up. Right, bro. Right. Cause a lot of times I think people feel like, Oh, I'm going through, maybe the job isn't for me. Maybe the, and there is a time where you have to re you know, evaluate that. But a lot of times, man, if something is for you, there's going to be a fight. Nothing worth mm-hmm. having, you know, it comes without a fight. Right. Nothing. Right. Right. And it's like we talked about earlier in the uh, in the hear me out. It's a process, man. It's, there's a part of process of any process that no one um, likes or enjoys. It reminds me of uh, Hebrews mm-hmm. when it talks about discipline. It says no discipline is enjoyable at the time. Man, but, you be stalking. Bro. <laughs> I just was t- telling that scripture to someone. Oh, word. Yeah, man. But for real, like, just totally. I think when we're children, um, we would consider not being able to have candy and ice cream every night before bed suffering. Like we hear our friends at school talking about, yeah, I had a lollipop and a bluebell ice cream last night before I went to sleep. And your parents said, nope, drink some water, go to bed. Right. I'm suffering. Yeah. You and know, those kids probably lying anyway. <laughs> right. You know, it. <laughs> they lying. Or are they on uh, my 600-pound life now? No, see, you know, <laughs> you better suffer while it's time. Or exactly. You'll be suffering later. You'll suffer later. You know, one of the things that helps in suffering mm-hmm. is our perspective. And I want to talk yeah. about, you know, what will make your what will make your suffering worse is complaining. Yeah. To complain yeah. is to remain. I love what Ooh, that's good. Says that. Yeah. To complain means to remain. Look mm. at the children of the Israel, the, the children of Israel. Uh-huh. They complain. They turned a two week journey into years because of complaining. Mm. Even in our suffering, we can always find um, God's hand of provision yeah. somewhere in that suffering. Mm-hmm. Even in the story of Job, mm-hmm. when you see, that in the beginning of the story, the Bible makes it very clear that there was a hedge of protection around Job. Yeah. And so even though things started being attacked, like his family, his, mm-hmm. his, um, his, 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 his home and mm-hmm. all of the other possessions and things that he had, 
um, there was a hedge of protection, meaning yeah. that the enemy couldn't even attack him until God allowed it to happen. Right. right. And so sometimes, although we can focus on what we're losing, we have mm. to start thanking God for the hedge of protection mm. that we didn't see. Oh, man. That's because good. we have to know that anything that's going wrong in our life had to get clearance from God. Yeah. Even COVID. That's why I was oh, like, yeah. we have to be careful how we talk about this thing when mm-hmm. people were like rebuking it in the beginning. And I get that, mm-hmm. you know, but people saying like, I hate this. I hate that. And I love Pastor Torrey's message last week. I believe yeah. he was uh-huh. saying how this helped a lot of people, you know, some things in with suffering, a lot of it is because of sin in the world. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that we go through is unfair. You know, that's mm-hmm. what makes it suffering mm-hmm. because you're suffering from for something that you did not do or something right, that right. you cannot help. However, mm-hmm. just because you didn't cause it and just because you can't help it doesn't mean that God can't help it and that mm-hmm. God can't use it together for your good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very good, man. And I think to, to sum up what you're saying is suffering has purpose tied to it. It does. Um, you know, you can be in purpose uh, and experience suffering, but suffering always has a purpose tied to it. You know, God doesn't waste anything. So even the bad decisions that we make that bring about suffering, mm-hmm. he can still use that Romans eight twenty eight for, for our good. And then there, I believe there are some ordained uh, things that we suffer through that God intends to use us, use to grow us, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, and so to, to wrap it all in, suffering has a purpose. It does. Um, and I think the longer we run from, from suffering, the longer it takes for us to realize the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you an example, man. I, um, I went through some physical suffering, um, broke my leg when I was about 15, 16 years old, and then, um, ended up dislocating my shoulder, uh, a year after that, um, playing football both times. And, um, you know, being a young guy, I was like, man, this is a lot of suffering. Cause you know, with injuries like that, you sit out for a while, a lot of your dreams and your hopes, shift you know you're not as healthy as um you weren't you once were before when you dreamed um and so a lot of doors closed because of that but one of the things the lord did through that was bring me closer to him which was the main like that's why i'm here on earth anyway right right to to know him and to make him known Mm -hmm. and um you know i think sometimes bro we we have so many things lined up, but we don't have to worry about anything. So we don't have a reason to think about God mm. until suffering makes us question things enough to think about God or to give him a thought or to, you know, ask him something and not to, you know, be long winded here. But I want to give you one other story about this guy that I was talking to and um, I was around some believers. This guy wasn't a believer. And he asked, he said, I don't get how y'all can believe in a God you can't see. And we talked to him. We were like talking about we quoted Hebrews and like, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen and all that. And he was like, OK, that's cool. But where was God when um, I was getting jumped? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, uh, I didn't have a verse for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I kind of got upset because I felt for the guy. Um, and, and so I said, God, where were you? And God told me, he said, um, he said, I was there. He said, it's not that I wasn't there. It was just that he didn't acknowledge me. Mm. And he said, um, but I love I love y'all so much that I'll let our first conversation be you blaming me for something. Mm. Um, if suffering is what, like like you said with Job, that hedge of protection, if I have to remove that hedge of protection for you to know me, then I will because I want you 
more than I want your comfort. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's funny, though. He said that he was telling me, he said, people don't believe in me until it's time for uh, it's time to blame somebody, mm-hmm. you know, until it's uh, until we want somebody to blame. And the person that is responsible is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And it's just you, your thoughts and then the world around you. Then we want to blame God. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I love you, though. So I'll let you blame me so I can show you that that was the only thing that was going to get your attention. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes suffering like that um, has so much purpose tied to it. Because our main purpose in this life, bro, is to know him and to make him known. And um, as sad as it may seem, you know, God allows things to happen for us to do that. Yeah, so. that's that's really good. He does. And one of the things that I know, you know, it, it might come across as harsh KOC, but we have to grow up in Christianity and yeah. first of all realize and get over the this whole notion that let me just say God has no favorites okay he's God and he loves all of us right the same like we he's there is no favorites and so with that being said sometimes i think we get into this um truthfully if we're not careful it'll be this um entitlement this sense of entitlement oh, goodness, with God yeah. that that because I like serve in ministry or because I do these things that trouble should not come to me. But mm. the Bible tells us that it rains on the unjust and, and the just alike. like, so mm-hmm. we're all subject to trouble. We're all subject to suffering. Mm-hmm. And with that being understood, we have to understand that, you know, if I'm suffering, if I'm going through something, what is it here to teach me? Mm-hmm. What skill is it here to develop me? In what way is God trying to reveal himself to me? Mm-hmm. You know, how could you know God to be a healer if we've never been sick? Right. Or how could we know God to be a provider if we've never needed him to provide something mm-hmm. for us? And so, like, when I say we have to grow up, we have to stop asking the question why. Because mm-hmm. there's some things that we just will never know. Like, we mm-hmm. will never know why somebody decided to get into the plane and crash them into the twin towers we will never know why you know people die in you know unarmed by police officers we Mm -hmm. will never truly know why and Mm -hmm. so what helps me in suffering is releasing my control Mm -hmm. releasing the need to know why something happens because Mm -hmm. i'm not god and the bible is clear that his ways are higher and his thoughts are higher than our ways and our thoughts Mm -hmm. and with that being said we will stress ourselves out and make the suffering so much worse trying to figure out why something happened. There have been yeah. so many things that I've experienced this year. I feel like <laughs> like every week it's something sometime mm-hmm. where it just seems like it's hit after hit after hit. Mm-hmm. And I finally was just like, I'm not going to sit here and keep trying to ask why this is happening. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to trust the God who's allowing it to happen. Yeah. And that, that's important, bro. Mm-hmm. Because I think the longer you question why, the more, like you said, you don't give up control, but you assume control and you think that it's because of something you did. Exactly. And I've seen so many people, bro, uh, turn from God because of suffering and because they think that they messed up. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, we're going to sin every single day. Mm-hmm. There's no person that's sinless. Right. And if you're not careful, the enemy will get in your head and make you feel like, um, because you fell or because mm-hmm. you sin here or there, that is why the suffering is happening. Exactly. And and God is angry at you and God is, is wanting to punish you Somehow for something. Punishing, yeah. Yeah. And many times um, that's not the case. Now, let me say this. Consequences are non-refundable. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go to the cash register and you make a decision to do something, the cash register of life, the consequences are non-refundable. God is a God. He, he's 
he doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So when you touch something that's hot and you get burned, that's just a principle of life. Right. It doesn't mean that God's angry at, mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, you know, God still loves you. Yeah. And just because you go through that period of pain or suffering does not mean that God doesn't love you mm-hmm. or that you did. Well, you did do something. But even times when God allows you to get burned to teach you mm-hmm. about things that are hot, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean he doesn't love you. That's true. And with that, like we have to know that God, I always tell people when I'm ministering, God will never love you any more than he already does. Mm hmm. That's right. He will never love you anymore. Like you cannot earn more love. We're mm. not on a point system with God love, with God's love. He's mm-hmm. already maxed out on love for us. Like he will never love you any more or any less than he already does. Mm-hmm. And and you know, one of the other things about suffering, you know, I have decided that I was going to release control mm-hmm. and not try to figure out why stuff is happening, mm-hmm. but I've also decided that I wasn't going to quit. Mm. Like we we have to get to a point in our careers, in our ministries, no matter how hard it gets, no matter who walks away, we have to decide I'm going to stick with you. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. Even when we come out of whatever level or season of suffering, we go to suffer again. Like suffering is a part of life. Yeah. There's always going to be hardship. There's always going to be trials. But mm-hmm. you have to decide that you're not going to quit, that you're going to stick it out for the long run and 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 really hang in there with God mm-hmm. because he always brings you out of it. Mm-hmm. And you always come like I love Holly Furtick's message because it she showed it was true. Like the suffering is a test of perseverance. Yeah. Can you still persevere um, through suffering? Can mm-hmm. you still be faithful in ministry? Can you still get up and go to work? Can you still, you know, do whatever it is that you have to do that's uh, that's tied to your purpose mm-hmm. even while you're suffering? That's how you know what's in your heart. Yeah. It's absolutely. easy to assume what's in your heart when things are good, but if you are mm-hmm. still functioning in something when things like literally all hell is breaking loose, that's how you know that that thing is in your heart. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so now, after you persevere, uh, you know, from your suffering, now you have character development. Mm-hmm. Like now suffering changes you. Yeah. When you suffer something, when you go through heartbreak or when you go, you come out of suffering more grateful. Mm-hmm. You come out more compassionate mm-hmm. and more empath. No one has to tell me to be empathetic towards somebody who who's like having financial trouble mm-hmm. or who's dealing with heartbreak or like the loss of a loved one. Like no one has to tell me, oh, you should be compassionate because I know what that feels like. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I know what it's like to 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 push through and still have a broken heart. Like I mm-hmm. know what that's like. And so like my character, which is something that let me pause here and say a lot of times we sit in our suffering longer than we have to because God is still trying to chip away at our character and we mm-hmm. won't just surrender to the process. Mm-hmm. Like you have to surrender to the suffering. Mm-hmm. You have to surrender and say, okay, God, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how this is going to be fixed. I don't know how this is going to be solved, but I trust you. Yeah. And when you do that, God can change your character. Mm-hmm. And when he changes your character, then, you know, you go into hope. But why would God elevate us <clears throat> in purpose or why would God excuse us from suffering if our character is going to be jacked up? Right. Right. It, it makes sense. No, no. Because the thing is, you're a tree that's supposed to produce exactly. certain things. And so, you know, um, a bad tree can't produce good fruit. And so I think through that suffering, through that chipping away at the things um, that are not like God, um, you're developing into a good tree or whatever. So you can produce good fruit. And um, and man, I just think that um, everything that we do comes from who we are. 
like I think that I always say this it's so funny I said if you're going to be an eagle and quote um, Isaiah 40 31 um, then you can't be out here barking like a dog in traffic exactly you know you you, you got to wait upon the Lord so that he can renew your strength and not respond like somebody else who's not um, who doesn't have your character that godly character mm-hmm. and um, and I think that the things God allows us to go through um, ultimately bring us closer to him and bring us through this process of sanctification and, and all that is is becoming more christ-like the main thing that we know christ for is his suffering for us mm-hmm. and so that's something that comes with the territory he says carry your cross you're gonna have to carry your own cross too yeah it's, it's a privilege to suffer with christ and and when you realize that through the suffering um the purpose of it is to develop you into more uh, into being more Christ-like, then you'll do like James one. Um, James one says, "Count it all joy mm-hmm. when you face trials of various kinds, because you know that it's testing your faith." And and like you were saying, that's gonna cre- create perseverance and then character, and, and you'll have um, just confidence inside to know that although this might not make sense to the world, although the world might see me as someone to be despised or see me as somebody who can just never get it right who's always going through something my heart's being developed into the uh the the same heart that christ had right because his spirit lives in me but he's getting my character right Mm -hmm. and um and 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 man i just want to say this too because i felt this before when you when you don't we don't like to suffer a lot of times because of how it looks to other people on the outside Mm. because it's like if i'm suffering you can't believe the God that I believe in mm-hmm. because you don't want to trade places with me. Mm-hmm. So God, you got to take me out of this suffering. So the gospel will sound better mm-hmm. so that they can see something different. Nobody's going to want this life if I'm always suffering. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I believe that God brings us to a place where it's not about what people see, but what people see. Like, now what I mean by that That's is, good. um, people may see one thing, That's good. But if they keep on looking, they'll see another and they'll see the joy that you have, even though you're struggling mm-hmm. instead. Like we're, we're like, well, God, if they see me, I never had no money. Then they're going to think I'm all, I'm broke or something like mm-hmm. that. But he's like, let them keep watching mm-hmm. because you have no money, but you're the most generous out of all of them. Mm-hmm. How? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's because of the suffering, because you've suffered before. It's like I'm like the woman with a might. This is all I have. Mm-hmm. But because I, I mean, I had less than this before, so I'm still grateful. Exactly. You know, and, and bro, it, it's just crazy because we don't understand why God does things. And it's not to say that God wants us to suffer forever, because no. we know even if we suffer for in the, in on this side of eternity until we pass into glory, glory, man, is eternal. Yeah, it can't be compared to this. It cannot be compared, bro. Yeah. So yeah. you got to keep that in mind. Exactly. And I know that God brings us out, but you mm-hmm. know, I want to go a little deeper because maybe you're listening and you're like, okay, well, I'm suffering something that is so unfair because I do believe that there are things that, you know, the reason that I say don't ask why you will literally kill yourself, give yourself a heart attack trying to figure out because I've seen mm-hmm. terrible things, you know, when you hear of um, people who are just raped and abused yeah. or mm-hmm. like people who, who, who were born to a, from a mother who's on drugs and now they're on drugs mm-hmm. or 
you know, a, a good spouse who's who's faithful to their to their wife or faithful to their husband. And then yet they still get cheated on. They still get taken advantage of mm-hmm. or like a business partner who's like there and helping and they still get exploited or they or, you know, maybe you're like I was a part of of, of a vision. I was a part of a ministry. And then when the thing took off, they kind of forgot about me mm-hmm. and they just kind of took it for granted. Why am I suffering that? Number one, let me just start by saying I am sorry. Mm -hmm. I am sorry that that happened to you. Because a lot of times, I think before we can minister to somebody, we have to just be able to sit with them in their pain. Yes. And Mm -hmm. just say, although I might not have felt the same thing, Mm -hmm. I just want to say that I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that I hate that that happened to you. Yes. I want to say that, no, you did not deserve that. Mm -hmm. However, I do want to also say that even though we're suffering from something that you did not cause that you truly did not deserve. Mm-hmm. We serve a God that can still use it for good. Mm-hmm. One of the things that helped me when I deal with unfair situations and I'm dealing with an unfair situation um, is remembering that God suffered for something that he didn't do. Oh man, you're preaching. Now. Jesus was perfect. Mm-hmm. It ain't like he had some of his sins too that he was taken to the cross. None mm-hmm. of those sins that he died for was his. Mm-hmm. None of the stripes on his back was his for him Mm -hmm. he didn't need any of the things that we needed he came and he put all of the sins of the world on his shoulder he came to reconnect the sinful man to a holy god Mm -hmm. and so when we look at our situation and say like oh it's not fair that i'm suffering these things yes i'm sensitive to that but we also have to be reminded that jesus suffered a horrible death Mm -hmm. for something that he did not do Mm -hmm. and why did he do that so that we can be made right with christ so that we could be helped so that we could receive love so what i'm saying is when we're suffering something that we didn't cause Let's look at the perspective and change it and say, well, maybe God is using me to help somebody else. Absolutely. If you've never been cheated on, how could you minister to someone else with a broken heart? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very sorry for people who have been raped or stuff, but Mm -hmm. look at the opportunity that you have to minister to somebody. Mm -hmm. If you've been delivered from drug addiction or or alcoholism or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, something that you didn't cause. Look at now how many people that you can connect with and mm-hmm. help that you you would not have been able to have a great impact on had you not gone through those things. Yeah. Some of the greatest things that I've been able to minister to, you know, whether I was talking to somebody about suicide or, or self-doubt or whatever it was, you know, it's it's because I've gone through those things. Mm-hmm. It's because I've suffered those things. Mm-hmm. And now I know how to cope. Now, because I've suffered, I'm equipped to go back and really resonate with someone who's going through things and so i know Mm -hmm. that a lot of times it is unfair and that's why we don't ask god why but we can trust and say god first of all i need the strength to get through this thing Mm -hmm. and show me how i can still give you the glory even in my suffering and i promise you that when you do that number one hell gets so mad and Mm -hmm. so nervous Mm -hmm. and then number two god will bless you beyond your wildest imagination Mm -hmm beyond your take you places that you never thought and it's really not about the material things Mm -hmm. but the joy you ever be going through something so bad and when you start helping someone else it makes you forget about your situation because my thing is i can't change it anyway so Mm -hmm. i might as well help somebody else with their problems because i can't fix mine yeah 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 bro it kind of numbs it (laughs) no really and the enemy wants nothing more than to get you to focus on the pain now like you were saying your pain is valid like pain is there to make you aware that something happened that was not right Mm -hmm. um the pain is valid Mm -hmm. but the longer we focus on the pain the longer we stay in the place where the pain was developed Mm -hmm. you know um 
the quickest way to healing is to move forward, but process the pain first mm. and, and, and flip it and use the pain for purpose. Yeah. You know, yeah. but so many people, because, you know, I think what the enemy does is he plays a false empathy and he gets people to uh, make their pain their reality. And that's not the case. Mm. Um, he gives you these glasses. Now you only see things through the lens of who hurt you. And God wants to give you a new set of lenses, not from, you know, uh, the people that hurt you because they, they're, they're, they're still controlling you at that point. But um, he wants to give you a lens of hope to, to see the pain for what it is, to see the person for what they uh, and what they did for what it was, but to move forward and, and to see the hope that can come from that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't focus on the pain and, and, I talk about this. I talked about this on the podcast before, but this there's this um, there's this quote by this guy named Charles Swindle. He's a pastor, um, and he says that I'm convinced that life is ten percent what happens to me and ninety percent um, how I react to it. Yep. And the enemy wants nothing more than to get us to focus on the ten percent. Mm-hmm. And when you realize just how small ten percent is, it's like why would I focus on ten when there's still ninety? Yeah. It's like when 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 people don't want to tithe, mm-hmm. they, they think about, I was about <laughs> to say that. I'm like, it's not like God said, "Hey, give me ninety and you live off 10. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Give me ten and trust me with the ninety. Mm-hmm. And so we we mourn the ten and was like, "Nah, I don't have enough to give away ten. And when you got ninety here, when you started with zero, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and, and so. I, I just noticed that the enemy loves to get us to focus on that 10%, what happens to us. Yeah. Not that you pretend, because there's some people out here who ain't never been through nothing, and your 10% is, is stepping on some gum and having to scrape the gum off the bottom of your shoe. That's your 10%. You're like, oh my God. I yeah, I had to go buy some new shoes. <laughs> oh my God. Like, <laughs> there were some people who had to walk without shoes. Without and, shoes. And so I think it's important um, to acknowledge that 10%. And uh, and to process it, but yeah. not sit there, mm-hmm. you know, not um, play or play on the play in the mud. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But get up and um, and go to the one that can clean you, clean mm-hmm. you up. But yeah, I love that. Not focusing on the pain because I've in this season, I've had to do that so many times, bro. Like where there's just been so much hell breaking loose in my life. When I, mm-hmm. Like. I, I can't even remember half of the stuff that I've been through in the past two years. Guys, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't even matter. Um I've so many times you you have to get to the point where you basically start ignoring the devil mm-hmm. like get the behind me Satan. come on like literally Appreciate. get behind me like I'm I'm ignoring you when something is behind you you don't have to look at it you can ignore it that's right and that's literally what you have to do with your problems and because sometimes things will just keep happening mm-hmm. and keep happening and keep happening and a lot of times it's an indication that you're getting close to some type of breakthrough in your life mm-hmm. and you know, we have to get to the point where we start ignoring the enemy and just saying, you know what? I'm not going to focus on you. I'm not going to sit here and wallow in my pain or wallow in what I don't have or wallow in what I lost. I'm going to go celebrate with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go serve somebody else in my suffering. I'm going to allow I'm going to persevere through my suffering. Mm-hmm. I'm going to allow you to develop a character in me that says no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to be faithful to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be faithful to my assignment that you've given me, Lord. I'm going to be faithful to the ministry that you've called me to. And I'm going to just take the focus off of me and serve 
serve other people. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, when you start serving other people in your pain, God will take care of your, your stuff. Oh, Because God looks at that and go, oh, that's how much they trust me. Uh-huh. They trust me so much that the effort and the energy that they do have, they're not even going to waste it on trying to fix their situation. Mm-hmm. They're going to help somebody else. Oh, bet. I'll take care of them. Yeah. Bro, and that gives, um, you know, the verse that says no weapon against you shall prosper. Mm-hmm. That gives it so much more meaning. Doesn't mean the weapon won't be formed. It mm-hmm. just won't prosper. Right. And now we can let it prosper the more we focus on the weapon. Oh, the weapon, the weapon, the weapon. But we can remember what God said. Although the weapon's formed, it, it shall not prosper. Yeah. And so uh, the enemy's forming. All the and He's scheming. He's out here trying yeah. to get us off our track, trying yeah. to get us to quit, trying to get us to give up on God and give up on our dreams and and, and, and curse God. That's, that's what he wants. He wants nothing more than for us to give up on God, to curse God and to say, God, if you love me, you wouldn't allow this to happen. If you did this, then you would do that. He loves to whisper those sweet nothings in our ear and get us to betray God. But if we can stand on our feet and say, God, I know who you are Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to let what happens to me determine who you are, but I'm going to let your word Mm -hmm. uh, and your promises determine who you are. Then uh, no weapon against us shall prosper. and, Mm -hmm. And the enemy has no stronghold. He has no he, he has no foothold mm-hmm. um, on us. And and that's something to, to give God praise for, man. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Because you know what, guys? At the end of the day, I always tell people pass the test now. Mm-hmm. Suffering, like I said, you cannot escape suffering. Mm-hmm. You can't. So you might as well just roll up your sleeves and learn the lesson now. I'm always like, now, God, what is this here to teach me? Right. Because one thing about it, there's no such thing as failing a test in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. You will just keep retaking it. Right. And retaking <laughs> it. And some of y'all keep retaking the same test. That's why every time you get dressed to go to work, it's traffic. Because you keep getting mad and blowing your horn and acting like a clown in traffic. And God is like, I could clear all of this if you would just learn the lesson of patience, Mm -hmm. you know, or or that's why you keep getting the slow clerk at the store. And God is trying to develop Mm -hmm. something in us. And we keep running from the test. And then we have to keep taking it and taking it and taking it Mm -hmm. again. And so, like, pass the test the first time. Decide in your suffering that I'm going to stick this out no matter what. Man, that's a word, bro. Yep. And, um... Did you have something you were about to say? All I'm saying is there are some tests I only want to take one time. Man. What? I already don't like school. I don't even care for anything with education. <laughs> so, yeah, let's go ahead and teach me this now, Lord, so I don't have to take it again. But um, as we know that we would not be the huddle if we did not leave you guys with strategy. And so today we want to give you some strategy and some tips on how to handle your suffering, how to handle your um, your season of, of just feeling like God is uh, not with you. Number one is pray. Pray and ask God, what is this here to teach me? How can I have an attitude? Activate the fruits of the spirit inside of me in this suffering. And I promise you, you will stay on your knees in your in your suffering. So continue to pray real prayers. Don't just pray cute prayers. Pray real prayers. Tell God if you're angry. Tell God if you're tired. Tell God if you're frustrated. But also allow him to speak. Yeah. So that's step one is prayer. Step two, man, I would just say um, acknowledge the pain, but don't focus on it. Acknowledge the pain, process the pain, but don't focus on it. Don't don't let your life be revolved around the pain. It's good to learn from it. It's good to see it for what it is. It's good to cry. It's good to let those things go. But don't let that be the foundation on which you start to build things that you want to last. Mm-hmm. Don't build a family off of pain. Don't start building your finances off of uh, 
pain don't start trying to build fame off of the pain of something like rejection or something you know pain is such a weak foundation to build on so that's good uh, number three would be go serve somebody mm-hmm. it sounds crazy go with with what you have go serve somebody i promise you when you start committing to being a blessing to other people you experience so much peace and so much joy it might be hard there's been so many times i've like driven to church or like driven to just go bless somebody and it's hard to get out of the car but once i put my foot in front of the other and start moving there is a peace there's a joy and the reason that it's hard is the enemy does not want to let you go he wants to keep you in this negative mindset so go serve somebody Go mm-hmm. give some food to a homeless person. Call up some family members. Take somebody to lunch. Go serve somebody. I promise mm-hmm. you, it'll, it'll, it'll make your day. Yeah, I like that. And it, I think if I had a number four, I would just say um, develop a good relationship with suffering. I think sometimes we 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 hear words like suffering, we're like, oh man, here we go. But if you have a good relationship with suffering. You can really put um, James 1 into practice and count it all joy when you face trials of various kinds. It's like, oh, what is this? Okay, this is coming against me. What are you trying to teach me, God? You're trying to grow me. I'm about to, this is an opportunity to grow because now you have a healthy relationship with suffering. You don't see it as something to run from, but something to run through. So that'd be number four. And number five for me would be get grateful. Mm, get always grateful good. find something to be grateful for i know it can seem like there's just no good happening but find something to be grateful for and i promise you you will see a difference in your situation mm. it might not go away i'm not guaranteeing that your situation will just completely go away but i am telling you that if you find something to be grateful for it'll completely change your perspective and yeah. so that is the end of strategy on my end i don't know if you have something else to say that's so. it for me bro I want to say thank you guys for listening to the podcast once again. I'd never, 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 never want to get to the place where I take this for granted. There are so many great podcasts out there. I'm a big podcast fan. There's so many great shows that you guys can be listening to. You can be listening to music right now in your car, but you choose to listen to us every week for a year now. And um, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart because I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And I, I hope that you guys are getting something out of these podcasts. Um, so we want to leave you guys with prayer um and uh, and then we're going to wrap this episode up nice. so i just want to pray us out lord i just thank you once again for this podcast and i thank you for those who are listening um whether they're listening on friday or whenever they choose to tune into this episode or maybe if it's even years from now i thank you that your word that you've given us is still relevant to their situation i'm asking god that you would just give them peace i'm asking that you would give them joy help them to walk out these strategies god in our suffering it gets hard it gets tiring it might feel like you left us but help us to remember that you said you will never leave us nor will you forsake us you are close to those of us who are brokenhearted you said to be strong in you god and help us to remember that even though it seems like you're silent you're just testing us and you're always there keeping a hedge of protection around us lord god and so i'm asking that you would help us to be grateful help us to have a heart of praise and help us to never ever quit help us to never throw in the towel help us to never give up on our purpose although we want to god even in times where we feel like we're going to just give in our giving and throw in the towel god put us on someone's heart put us on someone's heart that will reach out and redirect us back into the place that you have us lord god help us to not quit help us to always remember that you're with us and help us to make it back to the huddle 
um, next week for a new episode. Lord, I'm asking that you cover those who are driving in their cars. Give them safe travels. Give them favor today, Lord God, and help them to be a blessing to someone else and help someone else to be a blessing to them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace.